Welcome to In Your Area. In today's episode, we're chatting with Christine Cusinelli, Senior Advocacy Advisor here at Area. Christine's unique experience as a government relations specialist, a former member of Legislative Assembly in Alberta, and a former Minister of the Crown, brings a unique perspective and wisdom that all listeners will enjoy. We discuss current government relations work, issues successfully advocated, and even ways that members can get involved. We hope you enjoy. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, We have a very special guest today, and we are actually going to be speaking today about government advocacy, more specifically, the Department of Government Advocacy here at Area. And the the key cog in that big wheel here at Area is Christine Cusinelli. Christine is our Senior Advocacy Advisor here at Area, and she is a government relations specialist who has experience in government as a former MLA and Minister of the Crown. So uh, she knows what happens behind those doors because she has been there. So thanks for being our guest here today, Christine. It's my pleasure. You really go too far. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> <I> am, Brian. <laughs> you're welcome. I, I think it's important to, uh, for the sake of our listeners, let's just talk uh, briefly about the description of what government advocacy generally is. So from my standpoint, when I'm thinking of government advocacy at a member level, I'm thinking, look, I'm out there. I'm I'm working with buyers. I'm working with sellers. I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to figure out what's happening. But we recognize that the real estate industry is a regulated industry. It's an industry that is is somewhat touching government and legislation. So there are things that touch my business if I'm a member of the Alberta Real Estate Association that also intersect with the government. I don't have time to deal with any of that stuff. And I don't have the network. I don't have the speciality. I don't have any of those connections. So I need somebody who has a department and, and a committee of people who can who can deal with those things on my behalf as a member of area. And that's really where you come in. You want to you wanna help us just understand government advocacy a little bit better, Christine? Yeah. I mean, to add to that, um, what I would say is that people may be interested to know that a government advocacy um, happens at different levels. Uh, So each of the different levels of government is typically handled a little bit differently. So for example, the local real estate boards generally advocate to the municipal government, CREA advocates to the federal government, and then AREA, the Alberta Real Estate Association, advocates primarily to the provincial government. So there's always some overlap and collaboration that occurs across these lines, but generally at the end of the day, when we're speaking about advocacy, that's kind of, that's how it works here in Alberta. Well, thanks for making that distinction. That's actually excellent. So really what we're talking about here is sort of the provincial level. Of course, that's where real estate is also regulated, but the provincial level is uh, really what we're talking about. And I guess it prompts the question, why do area members even need government advocacy? I mean, the the law is fixed and things are, are supposed to just chug along the way that the law says they're supposed to, right? Or is there are there some dynamic things that government advocacy is dealing with on a regular basis? Do we need government advocacy? Well, I mean, for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned when you, you know, gave your brief description at the beginning, you know, I mean, this is just something that realtors, for the most part, won't have time to do in their regular, very busy schedules. So what I would say about the need for government advocacy um, would be, you know, having a, a think about the old saying, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So this holds true also in advocacy, and it holds true for our members. Area advocacy is realtor-centric, and it's member-driven. So what that would mean is that as a collective, we can work together to identify the trends and the patterns that are burdensome 
to industry members. So when our members need us to carry a message to our government on their behalf, then we use our capacity to survey and listen to our members. So we use these interactions to cultivate important data, information, and then focus on influencing public policy and regulation in ways that protect and promote the real estate industry. So this promotes the real estate industry, it promotes and protects realtors and their clients. So this is really an important role. And what I'm hearing you say is you really have your your ear to the tracks when it comes to the members and the various interactions with members. And that's how we really come up with, you know, the the necessity for somebody to go and advocate on behalf of the members for government, et cetera. But I guess one thing that sort of creeps into my mind is, you know, who decides what issues? I mean, obviously, there's lots of issues. We could go after so many things. How do we decide as a department at area or yourself as as the, you know, heading that department, who decides what issues we take up? What things meet that bar? How do you decide that? Well, I think realtors will be really happy to know that it's a very grassroots effort. Really, the board, uh, the area board, uh, plays a key role here. And so, as you know, uh, the board is made up of members who bring a wealth of industry experience and knowledge to the table. Area also engages a political action committee. So those two groups uh, really collaborate together. And uh, the, the APAC, as it's known, uh, they will quite often come up with recommendations that are made to the board. Together, those two forces uh, very much drive the priorities that we set uh, in order to achieve our advocacy efforts. So... For example, the board and our APAC members were really critical in identifying key policy changes when the Real Estate Amendment Act was passed in 2020. The board acted as a key stakeholder in offering advice to government. So through consultation, it was decided that a focus was going to be placed on increasing the industry voice, renewing a focus on regulating, and enhancing accountability measures. So your listeners know that this was a hugely exciting part of history, and um, it was really exciting to be part of all of that. So we were able to have a stake in the game, and when this type of legislation comes up for renewal, you can't ask for much more. The changes that we were able to impact have really, really positioned us well to direct our advocacy efforts towards representing the interests of our members for an effective and a fair regulator. Yeah, that that's excellent. And, you know, it's good to know that there is a committee behind, you know, the decision making process and determining, you know, really beating out some of these issues that uh, and clarifying really more than anything. I think from my standpoint, when I think about government advocacy, I think clarity is so crucial because, you know, when it comes to interaction with government, there's always somebody screaming at the rain. They don't like something that has been happening. So you what you really need to do is distill the issue down to a sort of a crystalline point where you can say, okay, this is the pain point. This is the point that is really interfering with our members or with their business or even with consumer protection in relation to the real estate industry. All of those things are super important. Is that right? That's right, Brian. I mean, really, and again, I point back to the whole grassroots effectiveness of all of this because realtors, as I'm learning, are such a hardworking group of people. And, you know, they're they're really good at being able to identify very specific key issues and then come together as a group in a really one strong voice to 
to, to make an effective change happen, but also to be a very effective voice at the table. So honestly, I have to say this is such a great industry to work with. It makes my job really easy because, you know, they are a group that really come together on issues and they know how to uh, find agreement within the, the lines. Uh, they know how to, to, to talk about issues that are going to impact at the end of the day profitability. And uh, that's really the, the key in what we're trying to achieve a lot of the time. I appreciate that very much. And, and I'm going to, you know, maybe just embarrass you just a tiny little bit here uh, for a second, uh, recognizing that you were a former MLA. So you represented the people of Alberta as a member of Legislative Assembly, which already is a very small group. And then over and above that, you are also a cabinet minister in uh, one of the governments here in Alberta, which means that you you know what happens behind those closed doors. You have that experience. You have those those instincts, obviously. And I mean, we're just very grateful to have you on the team at here at Area because it, you know we get to see things vicariously through your eyes, which is which is always interesting. But you know, you obviously have a, a key role to play in this whole this whole big machine. And what I'm sort of interested in, and I hope that the listeners also are interested in what in what ways are you really able to interact with with government in your role? What what does that look like for Christine Cusinelli? Well, those are very kind words, and I have to say we have an extraordinary team. I have learned so much uh, working with you uh, and and our our wonderful team here. You know, I would say that uh, my role it's such a it's such a wonderful experience for me because what I really enjoy is obviously interacting with people. I probably would never have gone into politics if, if that wasn't something that's primary to, to my person. So what I enjoy most about the advocacy piece is the interactions. Um, it's always interesting because I get to interface with all the key stakeholders um, and I get to learn about the issues by listening to what realtors are experiencing and what our board members think about policy and how it impacts them in their industry role. Um, as well as listening to and interacting with government. So I, uh, I am somebody who I, I love to learn. Prior to ever being in politics, I was an educator. So uh, that tells you a little bit. And I find that learning best is, is really uh, listening very uh, proactively and um, getting into discussions with people and really trying to hear what their point of view is and then trying to position and think about it from how will government see this? And you're very right. I mean, it's a very unique experience to see behind the curtain of what happens in government. And so I hope that I bring that piece uh, to the table. And I think that's probably um, a value you to to our members because um, I can advise our team here um, on uh, on ways to communicate best with government so that we will be heard. So that's you know that's one piece. The other thing is uh, you know having discussions simply and uh, preparing reports and position papers for the bureaucracy for political staff uh, for ministers and for the premier. I love doing. Uh, all of that as well. So those are just two pieces that I I really enjoy. Um, I love having robust conversations and hearing people out as well as I enjoy research and analysis. I mean, it sounds very nerdy, but I am a little bit of a nerd. Writing, presenting information in a persuasive way. And again, I think that experience that I have, uh, having been a a former MLA, having been a cabinet minister, really helps me uh, be able to tailor my message when I'm sitting in front of a minister. Um, And I think I automatically have that um, moment of, you know, they understand that I understand where they're coming from. So it's very helpful. Goes without saying, it's a very social role too. 
Um, so <laughs> attending events and making introductions or um, opening up a dialogue in a casual setting, uh, like events during the Calgary Stampede, for example, that can go a long way to for fostering relationships that are positive and creating a pathway to have influence on policy and uh, speaking candidly about issues that have an effect on our industry. Yeah, and I know that the that there's important work being done on behalf of the the uh, government advocacy position, your role, and also the political action committee for area. And having been a former practicing member uh, here in Alberta, I recognize that there have been some significant wins in the past. So you are serving Alberta members to help them win certain certain issues at a government governmental level, and I I think it would behoove us to talk about some of those those wins. Let's just remind some of our of our members and notify our listeners uh, of some of the great work that has been done by by area advocacy. Great. I'd love to. Um, and a lot of these efforts, I mean, they would be none without the feedback that we get from our members. So, you know, one of the first ones that I uh, looked at when I started with area was advertising guidelines. So with respect to issues like the overreach in advertising guidelines, I think a lot of our listeners will probably know that, uh, you know, there has been a, a lot of need to protect um, our members, the, their rights uh, in legal or regulatory processes that have provincial implications. So in the case of advertising guidelines, uh, we were successful in putting a stop to RECA's unnecessary red tape mm -hmm. when they proposed advertising guideline changes. So that was one. Yeah. Another uh, example that I uh, think would be important for members to hear about is preventing licensing fee increases that uh, they try to implement as well. Um, these are all ways of increasing realtor profitability. And we've had a lot more success on this front too. So things like limiting condo document fees, modernizing, of course, as I mentioned before, the Real Estate Act, uh, successful lobbying against land transfer tax, keeping Alberta as one of the only jurisdictions who are free from this profit-killing tax. One of the last ones that I'll bring up is um, probably worth mentioning is our success in getting land titles office ex hours extended to evenings and weekends. Um, and we're not done there because uh, we're hoping to be able to eventually uh, further expand that uh, to around-the-clock 24-7 access by influencing uh, the parties that be uh, to making that kind of decision up uh, in the future here. Yeah, I, these are big issues. These are big issues to members on the street. When we're talking about, you know, things like the advertising guidelines that were just becoming so onerous, somebody has to be able to stand up and say, whoa, hang on a second, this is this is maybe too much. Absolutely. Let's let's find a a more moderate approach. And uh, you know, for those things and having like I say been a former practicing member, these are big wins that I you know, maybe not everybody recognizes are coming down because of the good work that uh government advocacy is doing here at at area. And of course, it's not once you've got those things solved, you don't close the book and go home and and rest soundly. The work goes on. The Absolutely. challenge continues. Oh, so that's the fun of it all. Yeah, so <laughs> let, I mean, obviously you've got a, a bunch of things in the hopper and maybe uh maybe we can just take a peek inside there and find out what type of current government advocacy issues uh yourself and the APAC are considering or or are currently working on with government. Absolutely. And you know, these are great things for us to be able to share. So I really appreciate this opportunity because, you know, it's it's my hope that, you know, through these kinds of conversations that realtors across the province can continue to advocate uh, in their conversations, uh, hopefully with their own MLAs uh, or other elected officials at different levels of government. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm really thrilled that you're able to uh, spend the time today on this. So on the docket, 
uh, for us right now are some initiatives that are geared towards, again, increasing profit margins for real estate professionals in Alberta. So some of the examples uh, that I'd like to share with you today are, uh, the, as I mentioned before, the land titles access. We're hoping to get that running around the clock, 24 hours, seven days a week. Repealing or uh, specific, causing a specific change to happen uh, with the Dower Act. Trust audit process relief uh, is something we're also focusing on. So we're, we're hoping that um, we could have an accepted self-reporting process, similar to the self-reporting trust audit processes used by lawyers. Um, so I've advocated to government, uh, to our Minister of Finance on this one making changes to the current residential measurement standards. So RMS, as you know, the RMS standards do not comply with any standard measurement system. And it's simply created a $10 million measurement industry that siphons the profit from our real estate professionals. The last one that I'll share um, of our advocacy issues right now is getting a provincial exemption for business licenses so that professionals need only have a business license in the city where they operate from. Um, this is the case for other professionals uh, who work throughout the province, like lawyers and accountants. Honestly, I think uh, we don't get to hear our listeners while they're listening, but I think if we could, there's probably <laughs> members driving around the province right now that are cheering, listening Good. to this to this uh, <laughs> podcast, knowing that somebody is championing some of these very important causes to members and things that you know maybe we've just come to think, wow, I guess that's never going to change. That it's just too big for us to work on, and the reality of it is. Government advocacy here at area tackles those those big deals. We could call it slaying giants because these are huge things for members. It's And it's things that you might just throw your hands up in the air and say, well, nobody's fighting for the little guy. I'm just going to grin and bear it. And, and that should never be the case. These types of things need to be handled. I, I love the fact that there are discussions around the Dower Act. Uh, it causes no end to problems in, in uh, practice in Alberta. Trust audit process relief, uh, just to flesh that out a little bit, we're talking about potentially decreasing some of the very high audit costs for brokers and yeah. their brokerages. And, and you know, that really talks to the profitability of the industry and being able to continue yeah. on doing business. When I talked to brokers, I mean, that one was a big issue for them. Uh, $1,500 some people are paying and, and upwards into like 7,500 I heard mm -hmm. about uh, for bigger brokerages. So that's a big one. That, those are huge savings. It's huge. And, you know, the businesses, business licenses issue obviously, you know, has to do with municipal governments, but it, it flows down from the, from a provincial exemption. And, and it's true. I mean, realtors are not constrained by offices. They're not constrained by, by borders. When, when a realtor is licensed in the province, they're allowed to sell anywhere in the province. And that means they may be selling a house in your town, wherever you're listening maybe they shouldn't need a full business license if they're selling a house in, in the area. So some of these things, and obviously these are being you know worked on and thought of by higher minds uh, than mine, but I appreciate the fact that uh, these things are, are on the docket, they're, they're in process, and these are fights that you guys are, are having on behalf of members. It's such a wonderful thing to hear. Yeah, all in the name of making a very competitive industry and reducing the barriers to people's profitability. Absolutely. And and realtors everywhere are listening and cheering, I, I can only assume. Now, since we're talking about our realtor members uh, listening to this podcast, there's probably a handful of them out there, maybe who didn't know that there was such a thing as government advocacy here at uh, area. Uh, maybe they are 
you know, politically connected or have any kind of political interest? Uh, what if some of those members wanted to just plug into the government advocacy world? Is that is that a possibility? Uh, maybe just give some some ideas of how they can do that or how they can get involved uh, to be part of some of these big wins. Well, I'm glad you mentioned it. So we've just completed our um, appointment of new committee members to our APAC. So that's the Area Political Action Committee. And this is renewed every year. So there's always going to be room uh, and seats available for people to fill. Um, we generally do this regionally. And then we do have some member at large positions as well. Um, so I would encourage people to keep us front and center of mind if that's what they are hoping to be a part of. At the beginning of 2023, where we will um, open open up for uh, people to apply again. The other thing is that uh, please watch for our open invite to attend government liaison days. It's held in November each year. And GL Days is hosted in Edmonton. And it's a great way to connect with us. Uh, we had some really amazing speakers come out last year. Uh, we had a panel of a variety of different voices, uh, political voices throughout the province. Uh, it's a nonpartisan group. So you can really get some amazing discussion, somewhat even controversial. Uh, we had the likes of uh, Danielle Smith, and we had Derek Fieldebrand. We had the premier came out and spoke for us. Uh, it was just a, a great event. Uh, and you really get to see um, the whole picture um, of the different sides on, on issues because, you know, we're able to get, you know, the NDP involved. We're able to get uh, differing voices uh, politically sitting around the table or sitting on a panel on the stage. Um, so it was a really exciting event. I'm really proud of um, the uh, the lineup that we had last year, and I'm hoping we can do some some more amazing work on that this coming year. The other ways to get involved would be with your local board, and um, perhaps your local board also has a political action committee as well. So reach out to them and see uh, see what they've got available for you. Uh, finally, um, what I hope people will do is contact us and let us know that you want to participate. Uh, send us your issues. Send us your questions. Uh, we're here to serve your advocacy needs, and you can do that by emailing us. Our address is advocacy at albertarealtor.ca. So that's advocacy at albertarealtor.ca. Those are all excellent opportunities for, for realtors to get involved. And of course, area as a as an association provincially is is nonpartisan. And, you know, even our board of directors here at area has indicated in the past that one of their uh, big goals is just to get realtors involved. It doesn't matter what political stripes you have, but just get involved and understand that that government and, you know, all of the uh, MLAs in, in your individual areas need to know about real estate issues. So when our listeners and, and when our members are listening to this podcast, they need to understand not only that area advocacy de department is fighting for them and coming up with these issues, but they also need to, there has to be a bit of a groundswell so that politicians start to recognize, hang on a second, there's this group of people. They're diverse, they're intelligent, they're hardworking entrepreneurs. Some are a little strange, myself included. <laughs> um, but these are, these are individuals who are out there making it happen every single day. And once once politicians and once government starts to recognize that realtors are are out there doing it, it it I think really helps to make that whole process better because they they sort of stand up and take notice. It's the old you know squeaky wheel gets the grease. Somebody needs to say something in order for something different to happen. So, well, I mean this is, this has certainly been. Uh, 
enlightening for me, and I, I'm sure lots of members and, and uh, other listeners of this podcast are excited to hear of the future wins of the uh, Government Advocacy Department, if we want to call them wins. As one of the main points of, of realtor contact with the provincial government, just knowing you know the network that you have and the connections that you have, do you have any final words of wisdom? I mean, you are you are the the bastion of wisdom when it comes to government <laughs> around here. Um, so, do you have any final words of wisdom that you would pass along to members and listeners in re- in regards to government advocacy? You're too kind. Yeah, I do though. So for me, I mean, as a former MLA, uh, one of the things I love most was meeting with my constituents. Just very basic, getting to know who are the people in my constituency, who am I serving, what are their issues. I used to go out door knocking because nobody would come and, you know, meet me in my office. I would be Fridays, you generally speaking, MLAs are in their offices on Fridays because they're not sitting in the legislature. And I found that the best way to start to elicit people's issues and and find out what their concerns were was actually when there was a hot topic, I would run towards the danger and go out door knocking so that I could meet people and find out like, you know, what do you think about this really? Because if you, you know, just rely on only the conversations that are going on in the caucus or in the actual legislature during question period, you sometimes lose sight of what actually is really hurting people or really ticking people off. So I would really, really strongly recommend and encourage our members to book a time to meet their MLA and simply introduce yourself, foster a relationship, help them do their job, help them do their job well by sharing the issues that you face and that you need support with. This is going to go a long way to ensuring our real estate industry in Alberta is front and center in the minds of the key decision makers. This will have an impact on the positive changes that lead to an industry that needs to be as free as possible from burdensome regulation and overreach so that it can be the most profitable going forward. So my tip is that MLAs, they're in their offices usually on Fridays. So book a time, go and meet them. They want to meet you. Well, this has been a lot of fun and I sure appreciate having the opportunity to talk to you. As an Albertan, born and bred Albertan, I want to thank you for your previous service in our government. Aww. I know that's a thankless job, <laughs> um, but as a as a former member and on behalf of all of our members, uh, current members, I want to thank you for your current service to government advocacy. Somebody has to take up that banner, and we are very glad that it's you. Well, thanks. Thank it's you a true so much, honor. Christine, for your for your time and for your wisdom here. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate it. I've learned a ton from you. And I know that you're out there serving our members. I really see that your position, your role uh, at Area and mine often intersect. And I I often go to you for advice, as you know. So um, all of our listeners who are out there, uh, Brian is just a phone call away. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks again, Christine, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to help us understand government advocacy and the importance of this function to members. If you found this podcast helpful, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who could also benefit from these very practical episodes. For additional real estate practice information, check out our blog called Practically Speaking, which can be found on our website at albertarealtor.ca. We look forward to seeing you next time. We are in your area.